0: I believe that God has brought me to this moment because he's getting ready to break me free of some stuff. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I got I got stuff that I've had to deal with. Stuff that I had to unpack. And it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle at times. It's It's not always easy to unpack. You know, sometimes we do it privately and sometimes we do it publicly. And for those who have the strength to unpack publicly, I know that there are a multitude of of people that will be blessed as a result of your testimony. Talking about when you really start sharing the stuff that you've been carrying, All of it's not pretty. Amen? I want you to go with me to Genesis chapter 45, starting with verse 1. Some stuff is about to get unpacked. If you don't mind standing to your feet, just stand for a couple verses. It's not going to be long. Glory to God. It's not going to be long. Genesis 45, starting with verse 1. Joseph could stand it no longer. He could stand it no longer. There's some people in here right now, and you're saying, I can't can't take this any longer. He said, I can't stand it anymore there were many people in the room. And he said to his attendants, out. It's the New Living Translation. He said, everybody, get out, all of you. Because I'm about to unpack some stuff. So, so I need you to exit the room. So he was alone with his brothers and when he Told them who he was. Then he broke down, and I said this uh, at the early service. Sometimes you got to break down before you get your breakthrough. Sometimes it, it just got to happen that way. You 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 cannot hold it in any longer, and God is saying, no, this is your breaking point because I need you to break through. You're not breaking down because it's the end. You're breaking down because it's the beginning. Say, this is the beginning of something great, and so me breaking down in this moment is a sign that the stuff that I was carrying can no longer hold me bound can no longer hold me hold me bound listen to this he broke down and wept he wept so loudly so this is not this is not a soft cry you can be seated this is not a soft cry he breaks down and he joseph weeps loudly he had been through so much, so much. He had had suffered so much, and he had carried it all these years, carrying the hurt and pain of having your brothers throw you away, reject you, And he had never had a moment to address his brothers. He had never gotten the opportunity to unpack what he had been carrying. And so in this particular passage of Scripture, Joseph is now confronting the people who threw him away. He's having a, he's preparing himself to have a conversation, but before he has the conversation, all he can do is weep. Sometimes it's better if you cry before you communicate. I, I want you to please understand that and note that sometimes before you say anything, you just need to cry. You, you, you just need to release some stuff. You, you, you got to go through the process before you find yourself in a conflicting engagement because you never release the pain. Joseph is weeping loudly. He wept so loud the Egyptians could hear him, and word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. They said, Joseph is, is crying so hard right now. Joseph is so broken right now that it reaches the palace. Everybody knows about his pain, that he's broken. And the Lord told me, he said, you got to learn how to unpack your pain you, you got to learn how to unpack the hurt. He said, I, I want you to understand that uh, when you travel through life, that you will pick up stuff along the way. And I started to think about, you know, me traveling and going on vacation and, you know, going to some of the destinations that I enjoy. You know, I, I struggle Uh, when it comes to packing, and I struggle when it comes to unpacking. You know, sometimes the excitement of going to a new place will help me and assist me in packing. But after you return home, after the long journey, and you're, you're unpacking, It's a struggle to get to that point of taking the stuff out that you brought with you. There are people in here right now, people who are watching, who struggle with taking the stuff out that you brought with you. When you evaluate your life and you start to look at what you carried, sometimes it is difficult to engage the process. So what do I do? What have I done? There have been moments in which I've let my luggage sit. Have you ever went somewhere and and you got back home and you put your luggage on the floor and one day passed. Then two days passed. Then three days a week Pass, and you end up looking for stuff that you can't find. Have you ever done that? I've done that. I've, 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 I've been looking for stuff, and I'm like, I can't find my black belt. Where, what happened to them jeans that I used to, I used to have? And all of the stuff I'm looking for is still packed away still packed away and, and all I got to do to find some stuff that's been missing is unpack now now this is the challenge because uh, uh, again me and my son was having this conversation and, and I was I was sharing some things with him I said uh, you know uh, it's difficult sometimes for people to see your dirty stuff i said i said uh i said um sometimes um we got a streak here and there now see y'all, y'all see y'all too clean for this <laughs> y'all y'all too clean for this y'all y'all, y'all ain't And so it's cool, you know, when I finally get the energy and I'm unpacking because I really know what's in there. But the challenge is having someone else help you unpack. See, this is what we get into when we look at uh, David's narrative when Nathan shows up. And he says... Uh, Essentially to David, I got to help you unpack because you got some stuff that you are carrying that's impacting your whole house. So we got to help you get this stuff out. We got to help you uh, unpack the stuff that you've hidden for a really, really long time. And so God said, it's our unpacking season. He said, it's time for you to unpack because if you don't unpack, you'll get revenge. What am I talking about? I'm talking about the stuff that you've been carrying in our narrative. David is at the breaking point. He breaks down, but before he broke down, he ended up trying to hurt the people who hurt him. Yes, he did. He, he ended up trying to hurt the people who hurt him. When his brothers came to Egypt to get grain, he never even told them who he was. He kept his identity a secret so he could get them back. He accused them of stealing from him, which wasn't true. He accused them of being spies, which wasn't true. Why? Why? because he was looking for an opportunity to get them back. Joseph was looking for an opportunity to exercise his hurt and pain on the people who hurt him. And the Lord told me he said, you can't get revenge and not go in reverse. He he said revenge means you go backwards. The only way that you can get revenge is you have to step back into your past, remember what they did and hurt them for it. He said so there's there's no way that you can get revenge and not go backwards. He said if that's on your mind, please understand those who are watching, if you try to get revenge you're going backwards. You're you're driving in reverse. You're driving in reverse. And God wants to get you out of that place. When you think about who hurt you, the Lord wants you to pray for them. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to do that. You know, sometimes we talk about it like it's easy. That's not easy. That's a decision that you make. You say, you know what? I don't care about my feelings right now. I'm about to pray for everybody who hurt me. God didn't raise him up to, to get revenge. God was raising him up so that he could feed his family so they would not die in the famine. God is raising people up, giving them influence, not so we can look at the people who hurt us and said, look at me now. Look at how great I look now. Look at the seat that I have now. Look at the position that I have now. Look at the the, the power that I have now. Look at the money. God didn't raise you up for that. He's raising you up so you can feed your foe. Yeah, he wants you. I know he, he wants you to feed the person that hurt you. I know when you think about the pit and all of the things that you suffer, you say, I've been through too much. I, I, I've been through too much, God, and it's hard to let it go. It's, it's hard to let it go. It's hard to let it go. I dare you to just say it. it's hard to let it go. You just got to be honest about it. It's hard to let it go. But God, if you give me an understanding, if you help me to, to, to see beyond the offense, I will be willing to minister to the people who hurt me. I'll do it if you, if you just give me eyes to see beyond this moment. Let's, let's see what Joseph did after he told his brothers who he was. So first he cried and he wept loudly. And they were stunned to see him. And then after he wept, he told them, come closer. He said, no, I, I don't want distance between us any longer. Too often, we allow distance to come between family and friends. We we allow distance because we're still carrying the pain. We're still carrying the hurt. But but Joseph says, no, come closer. Come closer. I, I can handle you right now. I can handle you. Why? Because I've unpacked. I've unpacked. I've I've let this hurt, pain, and all of this other stuff go. I've unpacked. Now I can deal with your presence. I can deal with your presence because I released it all. I, I wept so loudly that people who wasn't in the room heard. I wept so loudly that it, it, it got back to my boss. They carried the message, and I'm not one of those people who cry because if I, if I did this all the time, it wouldn't have been news. It was only news because they used to see me strong. I've been taught how to be strong. I, I've been taught how not to cry. What they said, no, that didn't hurt you. You can just get beyond it and, and, and sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never harm you. That's a lie. The truth is I do hurt. The truth is I do cry. Sometimes I cry loud. There, there is a blessing in the breaking. Let me tell you this. Sometimes people hold their baggage more than they hold their blessing. I'm telling you right now, people hold their baggage more than they hold the blessing. God has a blessing for you. You've seen it in your life, but you're carrying the luggage of yesterday. And God is saying, but what about the favor that's on your life? What about the anointing that's on your life? Don't get so caught up in what you're carrying that you forget what I placed on you. Are you willing to open up your bag? Are you willing to open up your luggage? Are you willing to allow somebody else to see your personal stuff? You know, you know, we dress up real nice and we, we, we throw on our suits and we throw on our Jordans and all of that kind of stuff, and we want people to see that. But what about your undergarments? What about the stuff that people can't see? I promise God sees it. He knows what's there. And God is saying, I want to deal with the whole you. But the Lord said, he said, "I I want you to know this, that you can't wash what you won't unpack. He said, you you cannot wash what you don't unpack. That's why David in Psalm 51, he says after he's been approached by Nathan, wash me with hyssop that I may be whiter than snow. He said, now that we don't unpack this stuff, would you wash it? Oh, my God. Now that I got it out in the open, uh, now that I'm no longer hiding it, would you wash it? would you wash it? See, that stuff can't get clean unless it get out. And what the enemy wants to do is scare you so you never let it out. He wants to scare you. He wants to scare you. He wants to scare you until you never tell nobody. Never let that stuff out. Keep that stuff in your bag. Carry it for the rest of your life. That's what he wants for you. That's what he's saying to you. Carry it for the rest of your life. Don't never tell nobody. Keep all of that a secret. When he said that there's safety in a multitude of counselors, he said, "Yes, you need some counsel and, and you need some safe place to talk about what you've been through, because you overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of your testimony. He said, "If you don't tell somebody about it, you can't be free from it. No, you cannot. See see, see, some of us we get, we get real religious and we think, oh, I'm just going all I need is God." All I need is is Jesus and I don't need nobody else. That ain't true. Because if God was enough, he would have never created Eve. He said it's not good for what? Man to be alone. You need somebody to talk to. You need somebody to tell what you got in your luggage, what I've been carrying around. It's all wrapped up, and I know you think I look good. And you know, you look at the outside of a person and you're saying, Man, they're all dressed up, they got it going on, but you don't know what's in their bag. You don't know what's in that bag. See, that's why you got to go deeper when you start dating because you keep looking at how they look on the outside and you don't even know what they're carrying you have no idea about what they are carrying. So you gotta stop looking at how they dress. You gotta stop looking at how they dress, why? Because their heart determines the course of their life. Yeah, their heart, their heart, their heart, their heart, their heart, their heart heart determines the course of their life. Yeah, your heart is is behind the wheel driving your soul. Yes, it is. Your heart is behind the wheel driving your soul. Your mind, your will, and your emotions is driving you. Driving you. So stop paying attention to how they dress. I want you to start doing this. I, I want you to start opening stuff up and start pulling stuff out, and say, I've been carrying this, I've been, this is my personal stuff, yeah, I got, yeah, that's why we got bras, and we got, your drawers, we got your drawers, we we, we got your drawers now, Uh, we're not just looking at your jeans, we're looking at your drawers, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm not just concerned about whether you wear true religions or not. I want to know if your religion is true. I, that, I, that's what I want to know. We, we, we got to get deeper into this because I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of having luggage that's killing me to carry. I'm tired of having it. I'm tired of walking around with this stuff that don't nobody know about. I'm tired of living like that. I'm tired. You can be seated. I'm tired. I'm tired of living like that. Joseph says, I'm about to weep, and I'm going to weep loud. Oh, y'all, y'all get ready. I'm about to make some noise. I'm about to make some noise. Listen, Joseph is proof that you can take your luggage to your next level. It doesn't matter. You can be a pastor. You can be a CEO. You can be the president of the United States. You can take your luggage with you. There are people who are in high places carrying the pain of yesterday. And when you're in a high place and you're carrying the pain of yesterday, you're going to hurt people under your authority. You're going to hurt people under your authority. Why? Because you got to get healed first. You, you, you got to get free first. Somebody say, I, I got to get free first. I, I got to get free first. I, I, I cannot just stay in this place with this stuff. I've been carrying. Joseph been carrying a lot of stuff. He he wasn't just rejected by his brothers, but he ended up in Egypt, and Egypt rejected him. See, you read the story, and you think that Egypt loved Joseph. No, Egypt didn't. The Egyptians wouldn't even sit and eat with the Hebrews. I'm going to say that again. The Egyptians wouldn't even sit and eat with the Hebrews. He's been elevated to a place, and he ain't even got company. I I want you to hear me right now. Not only that, not only that, he is feeding them because of his anointing. But the same people he is feeding won't eat with him at a table. Yes, sometimes you can be feeding people who don't even like your presence. Yeah, yeah, it happens all the time in the church, and it happens all the time in families also. Sometimes you made a barbecue for people that don't even like you. You you done barbecued all day. You done, you 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 sweating. You out there in the sun. You turning meat over. You doing all of this stuff to feed people that don't even. They don't like you, Joseph. But there's an anointing on your life that they benefit from. There, there's an anointing on your life that they benefit from. So they gotta tolerate you there are people who tolerate you they're not celebrating you they tolerate you and God said don't worry about it why because I'll pay you for every person that tolerated you if you serve them when they're hungry Oh, my God, I hope you hear me right now. God said, no, don't worry about it. I'm going to pay you. I got you. You're not going to never be without. I'm going to make sure all your needs are met. If you're willing to what? Pray for those who despitefully use you. If you're willing to pray for your enemy, he said, I got you. I got you. Don't worry about nothing. That's why I need you to get all of this out because I had this in my plan from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, you had to get to this place, Joseph, and Joseph uh, has this conversation with us that blesses us tremendously because we get to see that God was working all the time. That God was behind the scenes. And I I said this. I said, if I was going somewhere, I want to go there uh, in a Maybach. I want to stretch Maybach and I want to sit in in the back seat and I want uh, some lemonade, uh, some strawberry lemonade. And and I want um, some spinach artichoke dip with some chips. And I want to ride to my destiny and stop. This is what I told God. I want to ride there in style. And and please take me by some of my haters so that they can see me on my way to destiny so I can roll down the window and wave at them and tell them, look at what the Lord has done. Isn't it marvelous in our eyes? And then if I go back a little bit into my past, can I play a little Tupac, All Eyes on Me? But God said, that ain't how it works. He said, when it comes to destiny, I got to take you through rough terrain. I gotta take you through some turbulence. I gotta take you through some stops and some hard times and some challenges. And people are gonna talk about you and accuse you. And there are gonna be some people that lie on you. He said, When I'm taking you to destiny, this ain't no pretty ride. This ain't no pretty journey. Joseph found himself in a pit, he found himself in prison. And this is, this all happens. Because his brothers first can't stand this dreamer. They can't stand him. And and now he gets luggage that's packed with all kinds of stuff. He's on a journey. And the luggage is filling up. Have you ever uh, went on a journey and bought more stuff? are like, I got enough stuff, but since I'm here, let, let me go to the store, and I'm going to buy this, and I'm going to buy that. And, and before you know it, uh, your, your bag is too big to carry on. You know, some of us are, are trying to go on the flight with luggage that's too big. And God is saying, you can't take that with you and fly. Now, if you want to drive, you can take it. But if you're going to fly, if you're going to reach another altitude, there's some stuff you're going to have to put down right here. There is a blessing in the breaking. See, sometimes we say, I don't want to get, they're they, they driving me to my breaking point. These people are driving me to my breaking point. I'm about to snap on them. You know how we do. I'm about to let them have it. And God is saying, why why don't you break in my presence? Why are you going to let them push you to breaking when I've been trying to break you to bless you? I've been trying to break you so that you can move where I need you to move to. Because your brothers is here and I need you to bless them. Your brothers is here, and I need you to bless them. I I dare you to shout, God, use me to be a blessing. Come on, shout it again. God, use me to be a blessing. The Lord said, there's nowhere I I can't take you to if if you allow me to use you to be a blessing. Can we do a little side note right now? Because I I think this is important. There was hurt pain in the house of Jacob Jacob was the one who tricked his brother out of the birthright he sold him some stew and as a result of that there was conflict in the house there was conflict in the house and it carried on to his children It carried on to his children. And we see conflict between Joseph and his brothers. And after Joseph is thrown in the pit, it's communicated to his father that he's been eaten up by some wild animal. So Jacob believes his son is dead. Let me help you. Anytime you have trauma, Be careful of what you cling to. Every trauma produces a grip on something that is supposed to make you feel better. Hear me. Hear what I'm saying. I'm saying to you, when you are traumatized, that's the season you got to be real careful. You got to be real careful because you start looking for something that you can grab a hold to. The scripture says that when Joseph left, when he thought he was dead and Jacob was traumatized, the scripture said he clung to Benjamin. Ah. I I want you to hear me right now. I want you to cling to the right people when you experience trauma in your life. You cling to the wrong people, you're just going to end up hurt all over again. Can we go deeper? Your location in life is determined by what's in your luggage. You ain't got to tell me where you going. Show me what you carrying. Right? So, so if you're going to the beach, I expect to see what? Some swimsuits. I expect to see some some gargles so you can go in the water. You ain't got to tell me where you're going, just show me your luggage. If you show me your luggage, we can predict your destination. Some of you, if you want to change your destination, change what you are carrying. Change what you're carrying. If you change what you're carrying, it speaks to your future. It says, I believe this is where I'm going. If you look in my luggage and you see suits, you know I must be going to a business meeting. So what we're supposed to do as believers, we're supposed to put in our luggage what God has prophesied concerning our future. I want you to hear me right now. You're going to get some breakthrough today if you allow God to open up what you're carrying. You allow him to speak to you so we can deal with the stuff that you've been hiding. Joseph is willing to deal with his stuff. And there's a blessing in the breaking. Somebody say that there's a blessing in the breaking. This whole journey that God uh, took Joseph on, he, he, he starts to realize and and his theology begins to give understanding to the context, right? He, he starts to tell us. He said, I, I, I discovered something. I, I've wept and I've cried and I've discovered something that's powerful that I can minister to those who hurt me. Yeah, I can. I can minister to them. This is what he says. Oh, this just blesses me. He says, please come closer. He said to them, so they came closer, and, and he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. Here it is. He tells the people that hurt him, don't be upset. And don't, listen to me, don't be angry with yourselves he's ministering to the people who put him in the pit and he's saying to them don't be mad at yourself he says I I don't want you to be mad why because I got a revelation I I got a revelation and and I want you to understand that God was working behind the scenes the whole time he says uh, don't don't be angry with yourselves for selling me and then he says it was god who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives he said what you did to me set me on the course of destiny why because God will use hardship to accelerate you. I hope you're receiving this right now. God will use hardship to accelerate you. Some of you are further down the road because of what you went through. You're further down the road because of what you went through. It's only when you, when you begin to process this the right way are you really able to get the blessing out of your trial, out of your struggle, out of your test. That's when you, you begin to say, there is a blessing in the breaking. I'm going through a season of breaking, but there must be a blessing somewhere. Uh, Now, I'm letting go of my baggage, and I'm holding on to the blessing more than I hold on to my bags. I I can sit down my bags now because I'm focused on the blessing of the Lord. So he says, verse 7, Genesis 45 and 7, God has sent me ahead of you and your families. He said, to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. Here it is, verse 8. So it was God who sent me here. It was God who sent me here. He he used some rough stuff. I want you to stand to your feet. He used some real some real difficulties and, and, and it messed me up. And I struggled with, I struggled with how God got me here. Have you ever struggled with how God got you somewhere? You can look back on your life and see the stuff that happened and you can look at where you are right now and you're like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for where I am. But I'm mad because of what I had to go through to get here. That, that When you're able to reconcile what you went through to get where you are based on what god's word says I said god you you set me ahead and when you send me ahead it is hard it's hard i got to go through stuff that people other people don't have to go through because he's preparing me for something great And when he needs to get you there quickly, there's a hard process. And yeah, you may be mad and you may be frustrated and you may be angry and you may be all of that. But I hope you start seeing God. I I hope you start saying stuff like it was good that I was afflicted. Because I wouldn't be the man that I am today if if I, haven't, if I didn't go through what I had to go through to get here. I want each and every one of you to stretch your hands to heaven because I believe, if you can. And I want to pray really quickly. Those that are watching right now, I'm telling you, this series is for you. There's something that God wants to tell you. You're, you're, you're trying to move forward, but... You can't because of the luggage that you're carrying. It's the stuff that you've been hiding that God's been trying to get to. That's where your blessing is. You can shout. You can run around the church. You can do all of the stuff that religious people do. But if you don't open up that luggage, if you don't expose that thing for what it is, God said, "I I can't wash you. I can't make you whole there's somebody that's getting hold right now. You're receiving what I'm saying, and you're saying, I'm about to expose it. I will carry this no longer. If you're one of those people who have made a commitment, you say, God, I'm opening my luggage now. I'm opening my luggage now. I want you to just wave your hand. I'm praying for you right now. Father, I thank you for every hand that's waving right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, God, that they would have the moment of breaking and that they would release the pain that they would begin to cry out unto you, that they, oh God, would not worry about the people who hurt them anymore, that they would not uh, seek to get revenge any longer, but that they would pray for those who misused them, those who abused them. I thank you right now for deliverance in this house. There is a blessing in the breaking. And we receive the blessing now. Get us to the place that you're calling us to. Get us to the place. We don't have to go there in style. We don't have to go there in fashion. We want to get there with our right mind. We want to get there, oh God, and be sober with our thoughts. We receive right now. I thank you right now for each and every one of your people. I thank you for the favor that's upon their lives. And I thank you for what you're doing in this series, God, that there will be people who will be liberated. They will be set free as a result of the Word of God. Now, if you believe that, give God some praise. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Can we give God 30 seconds of praise? Come on, let's thank Him that He brought you through. Come on, let's thank Him. Let's thank Him. This blessing is going to do what the blessing did in the life of Joseph. He said, now that I'm over this, go get my daddy. Go get my, go get my whole family now. It's a family reunion happening. Get everybody. Everybody's about to eat. Everybody's about to be blessed. I didn't get to this place so I could keep it for myself. I got here to bless my house. To bless my sisters. To bless my brothers. To bless my mother. To bless... Come on to bless my father. Oh, you you got here because you're about to be a blessing to everybody. You said, I'm about to forgive you. I'm about to forgive you. I'm about to forgive you. I'm letting all this go. I'm letting it go because God has lifted me up This is your moment, I'm telling you right now. This is the moment of freedom right now. Right now, you can get your liberty right now. Jail cell doors are opening right now. Prisons are breaking open right now. People are walking out with their grave clothes on. People are walking out and saying, this is what I've been carrying. I've been carrying an addiction to pornography. Here it is, it's dirty it's ugly, but I know you can wash me. I know you can wash me. I know you can set me free. I've been carrying an addiction to drugs. I'm opening my I'm opening my luggage. God, look at my stuff. You can wash this. You can set me free. You can liberate my mind. You can wash my soul. Cleanse me. Wash me. Make me whole. 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 Make me whole, make me whole, Deliverer, 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 Mighty, Deliverer, set me free, set me free. I dare to praise Him like something is shaking to praise Him, like God is doing what you pray for. I dare you to give God the glory. here right now. I believe that life is here right now. If you believe that life is here, give God some praise.